Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. You gotta get her involved. Always good to start it off with a white lady. They keep things safe. As long as ain't Karen. Yeah. Well, uh, S died. I hope you're ready for some fuckery. Because uh, this shit can go left at any time. Hey. Sure. Stay here, kick it with y'all for a little bit. You know? Yeah, man. So uh, I ain't gonna even waste a bunch of time this week. Uh, What's up, guys? Welcome to show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And as always, I'm one third of the partners. Just your boy, Tiz, and I'm along with the other third of the partners, the Padawan here, and I am along with Dramatic Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? It's facing the place somewhere in the damn race. I ain't got no mace this week, but I'll pick that shit up in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Mace, Mace. Over there. Uh, this week, man. Uh, we are joined by a special guest, a uh, longtime friend. He's uh been a friend literally twenty some years now, twenty years now. So, um, so yeah, man. One of our old boys from ODU, uh, and my longtime every year fantasy football rival, uh, our boy S. Dot Juan. In the motherfucking plate. It dropped one when it clues balls for that. <laughs> well, they had it on deck. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all day, all day. What's good with y'all, though, man? What's good oh. with it? What's good with it? We about to talk. End of the work week. Rolling the hell up. <laughs> so, Face has already started his weekly ritual. Hey, you man, know, Face. Yeah. Right. So we know we're in the right mind frame there. Man, Thank God it's Friday. Face, you kick it off this week, man. Oh, damn right, damn right. So um, I don't really go out that much. And when I do, I damn sure by myself, I'm always with my wife. So we've been talking about trying to go out more. And we're talking about this going out with other couples, shit, and engaging with other, other people. You feel me? Like other married the groups or like that. So... Just off that, and me being the person I am, and now my wife being the person she are she is, and us being who are, we are together, it just brings up the the age old thing. Like when you go out as a unit, engaging with other units, and how do you do that? Because you you, you feel like you and your partner, y'all got y'all thing, but everybody else thing ain't like y'all. So when y'all engage with each other, it it it. it, it it can get kind of dicey and kind of spicy sometimes. So I got five things I just want to talk about or bring up and get everybody like everybody info on. So the, the first thing I want to bring up is like the comfort level of each individual in this group setting. It's four people, four individuals. Does each individual person's comfort level matter? Uh, I'm going to let somebody else go first. I'll go last. On. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would say ideally... Yes. Realistically, there are probably going to be some compromises. 
when you say in each each person's comfort level, what are you referring to? Comfort level as far as what? Hanging out together? Hanging out together, just hanging out, period, or just being in the place. Like anything like you can take, like, okay, say you and your significant go other go out. Anything that could bring you outside your comfort zone. But now you're in a setting with just it ain't just you and your partner, it's you, your partner, and two other randoms, but y'all all together. So your comfort level, just as far as being out, being with these different people, just being in that whole environment, does that really matter in the larger scope as long as everybody having fun? Or does or do you look at it as, all right, my wife good, I'm good. Or shit, I don't like this shit, ain't nobody good. <laughs> it depends on the person, it seems. Right. Yeah. Comfort level. I mean, everybody's comfort level is going to be going to have to be there. You're going to have to take that into account you know what's going on as far as choosing a place, who you're going to hang around and stuff like that. Um, I mean, personally, I'm comfortable with whatever. You know, my wife the same. You know what I'm saying? So we we bang like that and always been. So another another couple want to do this or that. Yo, we did. You know what I mean? And we don't. We usually on the same page anyway. So as long as I'm on the same page with my wife and we got split out, you know, we'll dip out together. You know, it's been fun. We kicked you with y'all for this whatever minutes, hours or whatever, and we'll kick out. But um, as long as I'm on the same page with your, my wife, you know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. Me, to us, make sure the unit good. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I, I would say it's a similar to uh, ask die man, like... Uh... With, with me and my wife, it's really just, I, I feel like it's the only comfort level in the room that matter is the two women. Because they're going to kind of dictate the rest of the evening. Like, if they unhappy, wow. if they unhappy both dudes going to be unhappy as fuck anyway. Wow. If, if they vibing and they chilling, even if the dudes don't necessarily get along or they ain't really rocking with the spot or whatever, like, because they with their wife, like, they're going to be able to kind of vibe it out and make it work you know what i'm saying so i, I feel like it, it, it it's on the ladies like for me and my wife like when we go out like as long as she chill like for me i i'm kind of like as that like i can be in any situation it can be uh hoity toity it can be ratchet it can be somewhere in the middle it can be we can go axe throwing dirt bike riding we can go into a go cave jump like it don't really matter like Long as the wife be good, we gonna end up joking and laughing halfway through it and making the most best out of it anyway. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Second thing, does the place or the time that this event or this gathering matters? I uh, I say like, okay, y'all just said wherever y'all could, does the wife good, love the wife good, is good. Okay. Say y'all going we, it's collective once again, two different groups, two different, three different groups. Y'all going to a place neither one of neither one you or your wife has been to. Y'all have no like idea about this place or, or what it is. It's a suggestion by the other people. Does the place of the time have a effect on how y'all engage with this couple? Say it's a new couple and y'all motherfuckers going to a um what what's the what's the place that is, is real popular now? Um people they lock you in this motherfucker, you gotta get out. Uh, escape room. Escape room. Yeah, you feel me? You on a couple, you on you on a couple date with the, and they suggest let's go to an escape room. But these ain't the two smartest motherfuckers at all. So <laughs> does this shit affect how y'all engage with them? Time and place. Yeah, I think it'll make it better. Like, I think the weirder or the more different the place is for you and your wife, like, I feel like they give you more to talk about with the other couple. Like, if it's some shit you used to, like, you might be so comfortable there, you and your wife might just get into your own zone and 
um not shut the other couple out or or something like that, but somebody might get like kind of left out. But when it's like everybody kind of in a weird spot, it, it almost forces you to talk because you got a shared experience to kind of go through. So I, I I think that that works better. Um, as far as the time, I don't think the time of day matter unless it's like you and your wife is the type of people that like that matters to y'all. Like if y'all the type that like, oh, we ain't going out after seven o'clock, then yeah, it matter. But <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, I feel like that the, the time should match whatever the event is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Like most people cook out three in the morning, and most people ain't going to the club at like eleven a.m. So like whatever the event is, probably gonna match the time. Okay. Right, that's gonna have to be like a mood thing too. You know, what I mean, people got different mm-hmm. moods, different parts of the day. Mm-hmm. Morning people versus night people. Exactly. So, okay, yeah, I hadn't thought about that piece yet. But you guys, some people that just love their vampire life, and then some people love for that early morning shit. We got to meet somewhere in the middle, man, because I ain't getting up too early, and you ain't staying out too late. So, <laughs> I feel like if you, the, I feel like on some of that though, like if you ain't if you ain't vibing with the person on stuff like that, y'all probably not getting along to the point where y'all done start being like, oh, let's do a double date then. Like, right? Like I feel like. Uh, unless it's like a business type thing where you have to go out to like a banquet or some or a dinner or some type like that. I, I don't really know that many situations with my wife where like we going out with a couple that like we, one of us ain't like kind of vetted a little bit or at least like, oh, that's my homeboy. So yeah, random introduce you to her wife, to his wife. Or, you know what I'm saying? That, that'll be her, her home girl. Let me, you know what I'm saying? But usually one of us done vetted the situation now so we kind of know oh these are kind of people okay um, yeah i wouldn't just go out with a random yeah like, like in general on the first meeting if we met you at like a party or something like we might be cool at that party and then we might like kind of meet through them mutual friends we met you through a few more times for it'd be like oh all right we can hang like or something like that you know what i mean yeah, yo, where you met the person, that's gonna be key too. Because yeah, if you met somebody at a club, you're gonna feel more comfortable going back to a club, maybe a different yeah. club with them. You met them at, you know, you know, a business like setting, you probably have that same type of tape whenever you're the next place y'all go. So exactly. how you know the person, how you met the person, how long you've known the person. Because some people that you might have known for years, but y'all never really hung out. You know what I'm saying? That would be different because y'all at least talked mm. about something. So mm-hmm. the way that you know the person is going to determine all of that. But that's part of that vetting process, you know. Right, right. Like, I felt like a lot of our friends, we uh, go out with, we kind of met through work or work friends. <laughs> but because, like, we hang out with, like, certain, like, so, like, our shit kind of branched off from the same original couple. And then it kind of just grew from there. But because we was hanging with that one couple a lot anyway, the other couples that was around, we kind of over time got to know them. So now, like us hanging out with just one of those couples, it isn't weird. It like it feels normal because it's like we know each other. We kind of know each other quirks and shit, and we, we yeah, it's already a vibe, you know. What I mean? Okay, so that brings my next question up. We did we get into the spicier questions. Okay, you're out. Something happens that you don't agree with. Um. But it doesn't hit everybody like it hits you. 
So how do you respectfully express dislike or disdain of a situation in that group setting? Because you can do it with your partner in a certain way. Once again, dealing with two different motherfuckers. How do you do? How do you respectfully <laughs> express what you ain't digging right now, but still with keeping the everything flowing and not just fucking up the whole night? So that's going to be you talking about like uh, them wanting to do something, or you talking about like conversation topics? Because those can go two different ways. Either we gonna take it both route, both routes. Either we can be talking about a uh, top uh, conversation topic and it go left, and you per se don't like this topic, or you per se your your opinions about this topic gonna go left regardless when it's brought up. Or it could be a situation happening, and something about that situation just ain't sitting real with you, and you ain't a person to hold your tongue, but you want to do this respectfully, not to fuck up everybody night. How I mean, do you go about that? That's political is gonna be the the topic that always comes up to mess up, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. When it comes when it comes to those political types things that be happening all the time to us, if you have somebody that's you know whether you're my color and <laughs> and you still not agreeing with me, or you another color and you see you know have a different view, I'm gonna stand that. Some things you just gotta follow and like it is what it is. You know we can respectfully have a conversation about it, but I'm gonna disagree Real with respect. you the whole entire way. <laughs> Respectful <laughs> you know? debate. Yeah, I those political ones. I mean, that's that's going to be a thing. Personally, I'm never offended because I know how to use my words and talk and express myself. So those uh-huh. people that never. that don't, I mean, I don't know how they're going to feel. Right. I'm not, I don't have to, you know, cuss you out or anything like that. I'm just going to use my words and express it. I'm going I'm to give you hard facts, right. data behind it. And, you <laughs> right. know, you, you accept it how you accept it. But, you know, Fact I mean, it happens all the time. This country steadily give us data hourly <laughs> we can go we can go online right now and find some new data so you know Google. we we have a lot we have a lot so when it comes to things like that you know i it's not about ruining the night but i'm going to get my point across and also i'm going to let the other person share their thoughts too it'll be a two-way street i'm not going to shut down the whole conversation it'll be a two-way street but yo as adults we got to learn to have conversations and, and not be offended by everything. You gotta have those courageous I mean, conversations and, and be able to build exactly, each other. Cause this world we got right now, everybody's so offended by everything. Yeah. I, I ain't grew up like that. So mm-hmm. once again, that's going back to that vetting process and that vibe. You have to know that. You have to know who I am as a person and know that, hey, he he, he gonna talk that. <laughs> I am. And everybody knows that. But, you know, that's, that's gonna be part of that vetting process. You gonna have to understand that we can respectfully disagree with each other. There you go. Yeah. Facts. And as as men, that's I would say as men, that's like like man code, like a, under that unspoken word pretty yeah. much that we should be able to debate with one one another and not get like our feelings involved mm-hmm. or feel some type of way because you're not totally agreeing with what I'm saying. You know, respectable debates. Pretty much, people you know, people do this all the time. Men do this all the time. Barbershops, right? Uh, bars. So it, but I will say it does go with that vetting process because there's certain people you just can't have conversations with, right? And you there's certain motherfuckers you can't conversation. There's certain motherfuckers you can't get in the conversation with and disagree because it's going to automatically go left, regardless of how professional you try to um, display your actions, your intentions, your words, how together you're put together. Other, it's always that that 
percentage of the other motherfucker. You feel me? So I mean, right. is, is, is that slim chance of she got a dumbass husband? This motherfucker has no intellect to have this debate with me. You know what? Yeah, but you know what though? Like in that case though, like I think it go back to again, like at the end of the day, in the situation, your only real responsibility is to you and your wife. There you go. So, like, and if you feel like you get into that boiling point where like I, I gotta deal with it, but I, I wanna keep it respectable. The main thing is not embarrassing her, so or keeping her respected. So like just let her know where you at. And usually your wife gonna let you kind of know, like, I right, hey, maybe say this like this, or you know what I'm saying? If she I don't I don't know. Usually like if, if I don't like something, usually my wife be like, All right, well, say it like this, maybe. Or well, well, don't okay. Well, well, why don't we just go? Mm-hmm. Um, but but usually she'll have some way to have my back that keep her from being like embarrassed. You know what I mean? Because okay. I mean, at the end of the day, that's really the only thing that you're responsible for. Like the feelings right. and the the other motherfuckers ain't your responsibility. Yeah, right. like I didn't come with you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I ain't Not gonna there, so leave you. So like. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna keep it respectable as I would with any other person in the world, but the the main person feelings that I'm worried about is my wife. Okay, since we're talking about feelings, we're gonna talk about feeling on each other. Then, um, doing a couple <laughs> of games. How you, how you dealing with the public PDA? How you dealing with the PDA of the other group? You feel me? Respectfully dealing with the oh, PDA. public display of affection, right? So just mean, with like that, just with in this other? setting, you feel me? In that setting, it's, it's you and yours, him and hers. I mean, him and her. But yeah. they all on each other, rubbing, kissing, and y'all out in an event like, can y'all stop this shit? Or, you know what, we just gonna, we gonna peace out and mind our business. Or these motherfuckers are really doing all this shit right beside us? Because some motherfuckers... More, <clears throat> I think it's more of, I mean, if you going out with another couple, you're supposed to be engaging with everybody. <laughs> y'all can engage with each other, you know, on your own separate date, you know, okay. type of thing. There's no okay, point in us being out if you only going to engage with each other. What right. if they try to engage with y'all in the, on the same type? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. swingers? Be like some swingers. Did, did you bring that up? You know what I mean? <laughs> what you been watching, What did they try to? What you been watching? I've been watching everything. This, this should be brought up in the vetting process. Uh, yeah, yeah, you should like, y'all. You should find out if they like after dark. I think that's <laughs> a conversation that you're supposed to have with your wife before, like y'all even get to the point of double. Right? Like, how do we feel about this? What we what we doing? Look, don't be don't, don't, out there. No surprises. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't know about you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Me and my wife probably gonna look at you like you fucking crazy. Like we both right. smokers as fuck. <laughs> What the fuck going on in this? Yeah, I, we we didn't discuss we didn't discuss threesomes and everything, and we figured out like we just both selfish as fuck. Like <laughs> it just is what it is. Like that's that shit ain't gonna go right for somebody. <laughs> yeah, and then you this might be no just be attractive. And <laughs> they they might not just be non-attractive to you at all. So that's gonna be a weird situation. And period. Oh, yeah. Like. Nah, and that's like, a situation. If they ugly, yeah, it's gonna be hard for me to be respectful because, like, right, like, give them that face. My brain will come to light, and I'm just gonna like whatever I'm thinking is probably gonna. Yeah, because that, that's already a couple strikes. You you know, bring something with me. You know, what I'm saying you try to throw a surprise. You ugly. That's two strikes. You got one more. 
you got one more left to go. We got a free fall at that point. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not responsible for how yeah. it go from that. Look point. around. I might have already know. left. I don't know. Right. Look, we playing basketball here. That's that's two flavor fouls, man. I got laid in. Because at some point, I'm going to have fun. Dave and Busters. And next thing I know, you talking Fair. about how we like, what? We were just getting wanna, tickets. We were just getting right? tickets you on wanna, the basketball game. I ain't come for that. Right. Man, go ahead and cancel my order. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> go ahead and cancel Baby, my come order. On. I'm good. Baby, I'm come on. Already. <laughs> Baby, you want to catch some on the way home? I'm sure they got some. I'm sure something open right now. All right. right. Now, I'm clicking the button right now to open the door. I got one more. I got one more question written on the docket, but I just thought of another one. Somebody had this one in before that last one. Okay, just scenario. Okay, scenario. Group couple thing. Okay, this couple invites y'all out. Okay, don't worry about what we're going. It's 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 some new it's some new thing that's happening in town. We just want to take y'all to it. Okay, club setting, but it's a relaxed club setting, not a bunch of dancing, drinking and shit. Um, stage show. Come on. Y'all done, y'all done seen HBO shows and shit where they got people coming on stage and fucking on stage. They bring y'all to this. Y'all don't know what the fuck going on. This shit just start happening. Y'all getting up and leaving? No. Y'all standing watching the fucking. That's like a trip. That's like a strip club that's just crazy. I mean, I feel like there's going to be some signs of that beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep some a, signs out. A marquee or something. There's gonna be one like randomly naked person just walking past. But, but it gotta talk, be like freaked this. out about by watching some people fuck. I just don't want nobody else doing shit to my wife. Like I, I don't mind, you know, me and my wife get nasty while we watch somebody else do their thing as long as ain't nobody else doing nothing with her but me. We done. <laughs> and she pretty much agree with that on the reverse. So like, yeah, I, 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 do y'all thing up there. Enjoy. Oh shit! <laughs> wifey might wifey might throw a dollar to up there for you. You know, like hey, it, it ain't nothing. Gotta change my hat on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't mind watching that. that? Right, final question. I ain't weirded out about it. Final question. I think I know everybody answer on this anyway. All right, time to pay. Settling up. All men in. Each person for themselves. If everybody ain't married, does a married man set the tone and the and the boyfriend or the other woman follows follows suit? Or what is it? Unless it's a special occasion or a prior agreement been made, like you, you pay for your wife, I pay for my wife. Uh that's Standard. that role. <coughs> Standard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you just you pay for who you brought. Yeah, like, that's, you know, I brought my wife and my kid, and you got your wife and your kids, and we pay for our families, and we, you know. Usually it is the man that does it unless like the unless it's like Father's Day or something. So the women that took the dudes out or something like that or something like. But usually, yeah, you know, baby, what you get? All right. So I got. All right. Cool. So that's what we got. And we, you know, we can split the tip and we about that thing. No, I don't think I got that. I don't think I got that. That's them. That's them. That's them. Yeah. yeah like, but <laughs> I, don't, I ain't never had that be a thing. Like, usually. To be honest, like most of the time when we go out like with like groups of couples, unless it's like a thing where it's already established, like so and so and so paying for this, or hey, I got this one, y'all, or something like that. Usually when before the bill even come, like everybody's kind of like established at the beginning, like, hey, yeah, we're gonna have split bills. And the waiter already had that established as they taking the orders and shit. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> that go a lot just to the type of people I hang with now. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that is not even a, a issue where I am in my life right now. Yeah. Now, when we was like younger, you know, that <laughs> all the time. But yeah, just the people that I choose to have in my circle, that's not even an issue. Exactly. When you hang with other adults, you don't have right. a problem. Right. Yeah. And I have some more people that I've, you know, known all my life starting to come into this adult stage, even though they're 10 years older than me, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, oh, bringing them along. But that's the type. Even though I knew certain people all my life, you know, their mindset was different than mine. Uh, you know, what I mean, you got to got to build people on. But um, yeah, just the type of people I hang with, though. This stage, we we all good with that. That's that's never been an issue. I could say in a long time. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I heard right. like that. Well, with the conclusion of that question, I think it's about time. Oh shit! What you think? Oh shit! It's Damn, time it's already. It's time. Okay. Well, fuck. All right. What episode is it? Episode ninety. It's ninety. Ninety. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of episodes, man. We've We're in the nineties now. Yep. Once Baggy a week. Pants, Chris y'all, Crack. y'all try to come up on two years then. Damn yeah, right. Damn right. Come this November. Come this November. That's that's ten episodes away from a hundred. Oh, yeah, buddy. Twelve more years, baby. Twelve more years. Well, before I get too deep, um, episode ninety. Good and fuck around. Good and fuck around. All right. Yep. Look, it's this might be actually a good thing that it hasn't been that much fuckery, but I I picked some out. <laughs> this week, I picked some out this week to talk about. What's been um, going on? Yeah, so and then feel free to drop in. Oh, whatever fuck right. I miss. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, um, I'm gonna follow up with some fuckery after you die. <laughs> you go. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just skip around on the list. I'm gonna go right to the funniest. All right, remember um Bishop Whitehead, the pastor that got robbed. Oh, on face, jewelry stolen. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Want to try to pick a fight with DL right now, Bishop? Yes, Blake, Blake. that's what exactly what I'm bringing up right <laughs> Hold on, what? now. He Bishop offers Blake, Blake. one million to fight DL Hughley. Claims he was ambushed in the interview with DL Hughley. Hold on, what? <laughs> where was <it>? <laughs> right. <laughs> he was in the interview. DL Hughley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they interviewed right. him. <laughs> Hold on, he was uh, like, like sixty five years old. <laughs> Ain't you fifty? Ain't you a pastor? Pastor challenged him to a boxing match. Man, we all putting hands on people. Right, right, and and not the holy hands. <laughs> what, what, what is that? <laughs> Look, this, is that a pastor? You putting the holy hands on people? Yo, what did he got a kangol on, bro? Right. Does that look like a pastor to Yo, you? What the hell? Do we have a cool just one on him? He look like a pimp from How High. Man, he look like Red wow. Cafe's <laughs> The Rapper 2005 <laughs> outfit. Yo, I'm done, yo. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? In the world, yo? The world going know. crazy, man. Why the, what happened in this interview that he want to fight DL? Like This shit came out of nowhere. 
Is he I mean, there everybody been there? talking about him. Everybody been throwing slurs at him. I mean, fam, you hey, claiming... Is he down with both niggas on? <laughs> like, I know he had to the pass. same video we saw. That's <laughs> Monique Pass thing. Like, this is part of his congregation. He took it personally. Right. Monique teaming up. I see it coming. I see it. <laughs> Yo, what, what did D.L. Hughley got to do with Like, what did he do? He probably he said something about him, too. Everybody else talking about him getting robbed. First, it was, this? what, $400 and $500 and a million dollars. <clears throat> fake as hell. Right. Yeah, it, 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 it looked like it was like an uh, a interview that he had. D.L. Hughley tried to interview him or whatever. He felt ambushed in the interview. So they probably questioned him on a, probably a lot of things. We brought up questions about, about that whole ordeal. And he felt some type of way. And now he wanted to fight him. Well, he ain't got to fight D.L. I'll take that claim. I'll fight him. Right. <laughs> I've been itching for a fight with some with one of these jackasses. <laughs> Umar, Umar ain't bite the bait. And right. Uh, Vladimir Putin still acting like a little bitch. So uh come on, Bishop Whitehead. Let's do it. Bishop. I need a million dollars. That would be great. Yes. That would be a very nice nest egg and pushing me toward my house husbandship. That would be amazing. Bishop. Let, me, let me sit at the house all day, please. Sir. Please. He said he reiterated that the radio host we can make this was, was disrespectful and bushing him du during his talk with him to settle things. Whitehead wants to physically fight Hughley in a celebrity match, promising to knock him out in the name of Jesus. That's that minister of murder me stuff. Right. In the name of in the name of Jesus himself, please shut up. Please. Two questions. First of all, well, not even questions, two comments. First of all, I hope DL Hughley accepts this shit. I, I hope for the sake of the culture that he does this for all of us. Um, and two, speaking of Mace, so is Mace a preacher or not anymore? Like, what is it? What's going on with him? It depends yeah, on what you're talking about, not this week. I, I think he still got his churches in New York. I mean, in Georgia, I think he still got his churches down there. I heard he um. Well, that last interview I heard did not sound godly. Because I mean, well, I think on one of his interviews I heard he they asked him about his churches, and one of his recent interviews he said, "Yeah, he still got his two churches down there. He not down there all the time, but he do do preach down there every now and then. About so he like part time. Just Probably signing like people to bogus deal. record deals. Yeah, <laughs> just sound weird. That's a uh, preacher talking about nigger. I, I don't know. It just sounds weird. Like it just, like mm -hmm. sir, sir. And he got some kind of thing That's with Fabio Foreign now. Mm -hmm. Him and Fabio Foreign have some type of beef, and I think it's some type of contractual beef or, yeah, or whatever. Sad, Fabio. Yeah, they talked about that shit on um um Gilly and them podcasts when they had Mace on there uh, interviewed about it. Fabio it came out and said Mace signed him to a five thousand five thousand dollar um contract and everybody right. went, I think get on Mace about we gave him five thousand, but Mace came on like, nah, I gave him seven hundred fifty thousand. But nobody talking about that shit. I talking about the five thousand. Like the five thousand was a part of the original deal. Why it was four of the motherfuckers, and I just brought Fabio in because somebody else brought him over to me. So I originally gave him twenty thousand. The agent stole that money from them, and I ended mm. up bringing Fabio with me and give him seventy seven hundred fifty thousand. Now where it's all true or not, shit, only only Fabio and motherfucking Mace know. <laughs> I mean, only them two niggas know. But I think Fabio gave Mason Lane to come back 
and try to get a name for himself in this type of climate in the internet era. Because with people who don't know the history of Mace, they just seen him now and gonna big him up. He an internet dude, he, be, he get on the internet now. A lot of these young people don't know about Murder Mace, Cameron, all that era, you feel me, him leaving rap, it's going sport. to preaching, coming back, going to preaching, Children going back, you know, right. flipping it, doing the reverse and the remix of preaching. And a lot of motherfuckers nowadays may not know that, so they gonna look at him in a different light. People like us of our age, we know Mace. <laughs> we know not to take your ass too seriously. <laughs> I mean, I was about to ask y'all, y'all checking for some shit Mace dropping? No, no, no. Not on y'all radar. Mace and Betha. <laughs> we got the ride to the top. Now you can't say he I, had no hits, man. No. He had some hits now. Well, he had, it, no they were entertaining. Man. I cannot. But we ain't checking out. That was not made in the nineties. That is that slow unless it's chopped and screwed music. Like that slow as. Mm. I'm a type of person. Once I lose lose respect for you, your music go out too. Like I'm not checking yeah. for any of your new stuff. Yeah, yeah. respect yeah. for that guy's going. So now nah, I'm not. I'm not checking for him. I was never a big Mace fan. I I, I dig the couple of his records, like one or two records, but the records I dig had somebody else on them anyway. So I mean, well, like, yeah, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna act like I ain't bought Mace. I bought Mace back in the day. Oh no, I bumped his his radio hits, but his album was Basura. But yeah, I mean, his album, like I said, his album had a lot of other people on it too. But you his know, album was garbage. That that bad boy stuff. I was, you know, I ain't gonna act like I ain't listening to bad boy. Damn yeah, right, we was all shiny suited up. Other people, but, uh, all on that shiny suit sit. But at the same time, like yo, once I lose respect for a person, like that music, I don't want to hear anything you got to say. Period. That's real. That's that that's me. Cool. Same like thing with Kanye. Down the music. <laughs> so you same thing with who? Kanye. Kanye. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like yo. I lost respect for the guy. Like I don't care what he dropped. Like mm. I don't like him as a person, but for some reason his music be jamming. Yo, I still be. <laughs> Can't do it. Why, yo, it, it might be jamming. I had to listen to it. I like I said, I lost respect for the guy. I was like, ah, oh, man, you're doing too much. I don't want to hear anything you got to say. I fuck with your music. I never cared what he had to say in the first place. I just like all the beats and like the melodies and like, the features and the, the, the instrumentation. Yeah, I think that's why the only reason why oh, like, I, I have let him have a pass. Really losing I, I never felt like Ye was somebody of, of, a, of a public standard to have an important say on anything. Like, he got his lane, but in the public, as far as his vernacular and shit, he got to say, I never I never took it of anything of importance. Where someone like Jay-Z, I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to what the fuck he got to say. You feel me? Like, I, I fuck with his background. I fuck with what he's doing business-wise and what he's doing outside. You feel me? Like, he ain't being an ass ass. You feel me? He may have his asshole moments, but we all do. Where Kanye is just like, he was born just, a, just the whole. The problem he was—he came out the vagina no. as the hole. He came out as the asshole itself. You feel me? Like, and he just became a full-grown asshole now. So I mean, I never, I never took his words. I never took his public words. You know, interview and nothing he really had to say eh, eh, for anything. But his music, the problem though, bro. Like, music. It's like the it's like that old uh, Jay Chappelle skit, like. Nigga, we keep looking at these like, like like they the damn thought leaders of, of America, like they the yeah, experts yeah. on everything. Yeah. Like if they ain't done that shit at a super high level, like why do we give a fuck what they said? Like they're no different than the random dude That's on your time, your Twitter timeline right now that be just mm -hmm. spouting off dumb shit all day. Like 
Let's they talk to Jaw. Chuck that shit uh, right in the trash with the rest of the Where's your yes. publicist, though, man? Hey, I feel where like. Is is ja? Where is he? He needs Jaw. No, we don't, nigga. Jaw is on the fire festival. We saw what happened with that. Like, these fucking celebrities don't got shit together. They just yeah. happen to have caught a lick and got them rich, and and they might have made a song or a movie we like. But and they got more like, eyes on them. Ain't, ain't no expert. Ain't with the school for shit, but acting or singing or, or music or some shit. Yeah, some of my name ain't went to school. They just got lucky. Most of them. Ain't no political scientist. You ain't about to tell me about the plight of Black America with, with no expert in opinion, like. Hey, shut up. I'm not hey, listening to, to the baby about what he, he got to say about black politics. Fuck out of here, man. Damn, <laughs> a flavor flave come on the news and tell me what the fuck to do. Flavor flave can't teach me shit but how to cook crack. <laughs> yeah, I probably can't cook it how to do that. Tell you how to do that shit correct. I believe he can bake. The power. I believe he's a master on bake. The power. I totally believe that. You don't get make one like that. You'll make one heck of a reality show. And he, I'm talking about your boy Mystical going again. Yeah, oh, what yeah. happened with that? That nigga raped somebody else again. That yeah, nigga name should be danger. Look, like fuck, he, Mystical, he is danger. Yo, he done raped more people than Big Ben. Yo, yo, <laughs> this motherfucker was a serial raper. He he trying yeah. to get his, his Bill Cosby numbers up. Yeah, for real. This nigga right now, now, like. He must know Deshaun Watson. They they must be in who like. I mean, let me just oh. see, let me see what my body count can be for. I see how many numbers I can run up. Yeah. Every time he get out, but right shoot, back in for the same. Like, nigga, you ain't learned from the first. Like nigga, you, you this nigga getting home sick. You missing jail. Like, time like three times for it. <laughs> this like at least two or three times for the same thing. Like, yeah. How many times do you have to rape a motherfucker for them to keep your ass in there? Right. <laughs> no, see, they gotta get him in there and get him out of that PC or whatever he in. That that gotta be it because. He get up in there with the right with the right population. They gonna rape his ass. He ain't gonna go back up in there no more. Danger! I'm telling you, <laughs> watch yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I know. I'm telling you. Go ahead. They gonna be telling his ass shaking his ass. I'm telling you, boy. Rand- Randall, get up behind him, bro. It's gonna be a rap. He gonna he, 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 he gonna be done. Gonna Why be is it always a Randall? That's that's like what you were saying before, like how people don't know Mace. People don't know Misco either. He probably mm-hmm. got one of them young heads, them young girls. They don't mm-hmm. know about his history. Mm-mm. Used to make music? Yeah, this is me right here. Yep. <laughs> That's all they know. See, this they don't know that. Jersey. Exactly. I was a no limit soldier. Mama there, P there. I want to know what Master P got to say about this shit. Mama there, P there. <laughs> know this. Master P is nowhere in sight of anything that has to oh, do nah. with mystical. He dropped that shit the first time. He he knew what uh, was up the first. Like, yep, right. When I oh, saw that I nigga with them goddamn extensions with the burnt tips. <laughs> Leave that nigga alone. Don't trust that he, nigga. Oh, he shit. seems to have separated himself media wise. I never hear anything about Master P or anything when Mystical is brought up. Like every single time I brought, it's just Mystical rapper Mystical. That's it. Didn't he leave No Limit one time? Sign with somebody else? I, I think so. so. Yeah, but they always I, do that. He dropped the They had a little thing on BT one time. I think that's the only time I heard Master P talking about him. This was what a year, a couple years ago, when they had like the No Limit when they were doing like the thing they did on um the, the Rough Riders, and they had one on Master Don P. Some shit. 
That's the only time I heard him talk on Missable. Yeah, I wouldn't bring that nigga. Don't associate me with that shit. That never, nah. that never happened. Ask me about me or X, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, how is she doing? Yes. <laughs> oh, Ask me about Fiend and Silk, nigga. <laughs> Fiend, yo. This <laughs> magic, yo. That nigga name was Fiend, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's why oh, I was like, the nineties was a hell of a time, yo. Like, what the fuck? Yo, I ain't about to joke on these little, little peeping them, yo. This nigga name was he told you what was up with him straight out the gate and then came on the record sounding like one. Yeah. He murdered. Yeah. Like, nigga, you all right. But you did say name is. Never mind. I mean, I should have been. <laughs> then, he, then he signed the Rough Riders. Fiend? Oh, Mr. Yeah. Oh, Fiend was Fiend. on the Rough Riders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Fiend joined another Fiend. Ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. He ran with Rough Riders and uh said it linked up. You know what? We're gonna just turn this shit into Rock House, man. Hey. Damn yeah, right. Uh, rock Nation before Rock Nation. Back, boy. Bags, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, since we were oh. talking about rappers and oh. stuff like that. <laughs> that nigga said wow. Yeah, that was his thing. You know, you everybody know had some... Nigga, how is that your ad lib, nigga? You know you high shit. You know you on some different type of shit. We don't make you go womp. I know. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Womp. Nigga, you making truck noises, nigga. Go sit your ass down. Nigga oh, made a sound God. one day and just thought it was cool. Sessions <laughs> just ran with it. I know that shit was funny. I, know. I got my sound right here. I got my ad lib. Made it last night. <laughs> Got two drinks, start throwing up. And all of a sudden, walk. I just start saying that every time I threw up. <laughs> that became my ad lib. Nigga, ad lib is a hangover. <laughs> all right, man. Um, y'all notice that the the verses. Haven't been popping lately like they I used to. Heard of, I haven't. Well, you know, I, I always hear about them the day after for some reason. They're yeah. Well, they're not owned by the same. You know, Tim and um and, Miss, and um what's the name? Swiss B sold it to Thriller. Oh, okay. oh that's probably yeah. why. And they suing them now. They they right. suing Thriller. Wow. They suing them for like twenty eight million because they stopped Thriller stopped paying them. Oh shit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're gonna sell something. so they they sold it, but what they kept like a, a job one still like a I don't know you know how, like when Dre sold Beats he still like worked oh, for work for Apple oh, yeah. or whatever they oh, must have did something like that then either yeah. they had some type of royalty deal where they were supposed to get something off of it and- <clears throat> I mean yeah everybody ate off of that yeah. I respect I respect that how they did the whole that yeah, whole I thing because they took that and the people that started. That was just helping out because that's how I started, man. Tim, you know, they called people and they were just helping them out, like, yo, what y'all doing? Nothing. Let's do this. And then once it kind of blew up and they started making money off of it, they started giving all the people that started it a percentage. You know what I'm saying? So all those people that was in those first battles got a percentage off that. They just gave it to them. They didn't have to sign nothing. Like, yo, I'm just gonna put your name on here and start giving you all mm-hmm. royalties. That was just that was just some cool stuff. Nelly, Teddy, right right that stuff you don't see all the time. You know what I mean? 
Everybody, everybody trying to miss with you out here. I didn't, I didn't realize the artist ate off that shit. So like, so like Teddy Riley got like a little percentage off that shit. Uh, Hip hop. Yep. I don't know. I know definitely. I think yeah. Everybody that did it, doing while they were there, they got paid. Now the people before didn't start getting paid, but they they the one who got like the percentage off of everybody else though. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure RZA and Premier probably got that percentage. Yeah. So well, you know they probably. At that point, they was big enough where they probably still gave Jada kissing them a little bit of money. But before Jada went up there and ate everybody up, you know, those people that in the first, I guess, month or whatever, those people, those first about four battles, probably they got a percentage. though. That was just cool. They just like, yo, here go a percentage. Me and Tim, you know, we're going to be getting the main thing, but we're going to throw y'all extra whatever. Like that was just that was cool. Jada is the MVP forever. I was, oh no! I just said Jada is the MVP forever for his outstanding performance, and then you should have a lifetime achievement award for verses, right? <laughs> yeah, preparation. Jada prepared for that. They they weren't thinking. <laughs> they weren't ready. They weren't ready. He said um, he had like different um, beefing with Beanie right there. Like he was yeah. going in. He said he had different DJ lineups for every type of situation they would bring to him. So if it's like if they had a girl song. He had the girl song line up. He had they they come with like some hard stuff. He had the hard stuff. He got the freestyles ready. Puffin oh, told, told him to do the freestyle. Yeah, so, that's your craft. Don't line that shit up and have like a set playlist. Like have that shit like where you got like rebuttal songs and shit. So yeah. that mm-hmm. match up. Cause that'd be what killing folk. They be having like some old poppy ass song match with like the hardest street anthem ever. Like Nigga, you did not think that through. Like that don't go. Uh-uh. Like, and you got a street anthem, but why did you play that that bubblegum shit right now? Like, you right? Know, that's like, damn. I think um, I think it's gonna end up being a replacement because uh, what was it Puffy and um, Jermaine Dupree was um on live and they're talking about finally battling. They were just talking junk to each other, or whatever. And then it was like, oh, y'all still yeah, watch those. I don't. I don't I still watch them. I watch the ones that I like. Like I still watch Jada Kiss from time to the the Jada Kiss. Uh, I said Jada, the locks and the Dipset one from time to time. Preferably the part where Jada Kiss ripped it that one time. And then I don't really watch the new ones because by the time I find out, it's either the day of, the day before, or the day after. Pretty much. Oh, I watch I don't the new ones because usually something funny happened on the new ones. Like the, the, oh, true. How you be all over <clears throat> these new ones? Oh, yeah. Like that old Mario, Mario and them was fucking hilarious. Like that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, just like, what the fuck is happening? Oh shit, they're doing that. Oh shit, he said that. <clears throat> Everybody, I, got thought, that I thought that Gucci Man one was hilarious. Yo, that man. was the most disrespectful stuff I ever seen in my life. I've oh, never man. in my life have seen anybody get disrespected like that. <laughs> Gucci, <laughs> Live, Gucci did not sit down the entire verse because he was ready. Gucci was on gold from the time he came in. Like I, I just knew he had the pump under that trend. Yo, I was, I was he like, might have shit. Oh, in a minute, yo, this shit about to go left real fast. Yo, yeah, I don't, don't see how it didn't. For no flashback reason. and lose it. I don't see how it didn't. That was like the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Jeezy is corporate now, right? 
That must be, you know, being married. They say they had a talk beforehand, so. Even them out. That don't mean, I, man, Gucci retarded, yo. And they might have tried to play it like WWE and everything, even though there was some real stuff in the background. But yeah. I don't know. There's certain limits, man, as a man. Oh, it would have went there. But I think because Jeezy kept, like, not saying nothing crazy to him. And he respond mm-hmm. on no street shit. He just kept talking about the song. It kind of even Gucci out a little bit, but I think That's Gucci the- was just waiting for him to just say one wrong thing. And yeah, <laughs> it was about to go up. Right. It was about I to mean, go. they pieced it up at the end. So they were gonna shoot verses up. They yeah, they were, but luckily they pieced it up at the end. So thank God, heaven yeah. and Jesus and all the ancestors and yeah. <laughs> Everything in me though, I didn't believe it was really pieced up though until like the next morning, and I didn't hear any like news news around the town. Like, oh, you know, it was some gunshots up because I I just knew Gucci was gonna do all that shit for the cameras, then get right outside in the parking lot and go <laughs> act the head. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I, I knew it was about to be some shit. Be the Gucci of old. The next day, I was about to be like, oh yeah, I don't think they, <laughs> they, they probably ain't spoke since. No, they, they they piece it up for the cameras when they separate ways. They probably had security already out there to make sure both of them go their separate ways. They was mm-hmm. like, look, we're trying to get through the night. So I don't think Gucci would have had a chance to even get out. Y'all going to go that way and they're going to go. They came Man. in the same from different um sides and they probably left from different sides. So if I was sitting there, I was like, look, we need all security cops. Everybody like <laughs> they about to mess up the whole club. Ushing them folks out, man. Because ain't no telling what they about to shoot. Speaking of the cops, I heard, what is it? I think in Alabama, they trying to do a, a defund the police thing. I think they, they temporarily, like, dismissed the, the police, like, in Alabama City. Because all the racism that was going around in there, they have racist tweets oh, and a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. And they sitting I didn't there, see that. Yeah, they sitting there, um, you know, joking about slavery and all this stuff. You know, it's Alabama. But yeah. I heard right now, it's temporarily dissolved. So I'm, I'm up here like, wild, yo, wild we wild need wild. to send, if we had like, if we had like a real president and all that stuff, I'd be like, look, send them all the forces they need to make this work. Like, yo, if it can, if we can actually do that, it's possible to make that work if we handle the resources like they should be handled. You can't do that in a capitalist society. I know. That's the thing. It's going to fail because everybody's going to make sure it fails. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man on capitalism, because as long as capitalism exists, you're gonna always have like that disparity, which is gonna lead people right. to feel resentment, greed, all of that shit. Right. Like we we it, now if we can make a socialist, if we could change our economic system, that shit would be beautiful. We be with the capitalism, like, man. You can the happiest country in the in the world. You can still, I mean, the whole thing with the defund the police anyway is to just move the resources around so they're not getting called for all kind of stuff that they're not suitable for. You know what I'm saying? If it's a crazy person on there, then you, you're supposed to get somebody that's in that department that knows how to talk to mentally challenged people or, you know, people that might snap off. Those people are supposed to go to them first and not the police is just going to shoot the random unarmed people. So the defunding process is just spreading around the resources so the cops is not getting called for every situation only when they're needed. Now, if it's a domestic situation, yes, the police need it at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Even traffic tickets. Police are not needed right there, yo. If somebody speed yeah, catch them on the camera, send a, send a ticket to them. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a whole lot of issues that police is not really needed. If I'm speeding down the highway, I don't need a, a 
cop with a gun to stop me because I ran a red light when nobody's around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with no traffic around, not harming nobody. If I do that, cops don't need to come. Like, you know what I'm saying? In certain situations. So they doing it and then it could work. I don't know if y'all watched the shy, but they tried it on the shy. Something similar to that. And of course, you know, it, it's a hectic process, especially when you're getting it started off. But I think if they put that in the right city, like somewhere that's that's crime not crazy, it'll have to be like in a country setting. Yeah, I, I'm it, like, you're, you can't do that in in like, no, nah. New York and nothing though. And nah. the amount of metropolitan like, area, the amount of crime, the amount of people, this dictates is going to be a lot of crime. Like, right? But see, that'll be the whole thing is even with a lot of crime, the police will have the the resources now to solve those crimes because they're not doing all the stuff that they're not needed for. Y'all are strictly on strictly on homicides and like battery or something like that. Who's watching to see like if so like you know how you said like we don't need a police to worry about a person that's like speeding through a red light, right? Mm-hmm. But what if that person speed through that red light and they speed through like six red lights in a row because they are running from like they're in the middle of some type of getaway from some crazy shit. Like who's my see that's gonna be based on that nine one one call, you know what I'm saying? If that nine one one call comes in nine one one at that point, like most of them type of things usually be because some some person was some officer was sitting around eating donuts or something and saw that bitch like the fuck and thought it was a traffic stop and then they realized oh this motherfucker getting up let me call in back up right. so like, how do you like like who do you dispatch for that or like what how do you dictate like, between the ground yeah like like what kind of departments do you then create so if, if i'm running it which of them have guns as opposed to which don't and that type of thing if this was my city I would have something like if you're if you're excessively speeding like that, then yeah, I would go ahead and say that, you know, that's a reason I ain't going to do no five, 10 miles over. But if you in a school street and you going set, you know, 90 miles an hour, something's wrong. We might need the police. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll be all limits to all that. It's just limiting what they do. You know, domestic situation, obviously send the police. You Extremes. Know Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, what I send them, I would have regular people to to send to schools. I wouldn't probably have no no police officer going to school choking little you know teenage students. Right. <laughs> I, I would send other people that's more qualified, trained to talk to those people. Just like you have guidance counselors, those schools probably have one guidance counselor. Okay, make guidance counselor make a lot of those. Open up those positions. They'll give different people a job so we can talk through those situations because. You know how people going through all kinds of stuff in their home. So I think a lot of that stuff, the police are not needed for. That way they can solve these murders and, you know, the stuff that's that's really important. I mean, I I think definitely when it comes to drugs and all kinds of stuff like that, you're making drugs, killing people, fentanyl, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's for the police. Those weed charges? Nah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No. Like, yo, somebody sitting there doing whatever they're doing, not bothering anybody, that's a waste of resources. That's stupid to send them. Excessive resources. Exactly. No. Now, if you're dropping bodies, usually the police will come in because, you know, you have drugs, you're going to be dropping bodies behind the drugs. That's when the police take over. If you're doing drugs that kill somebody, that's when the police take over. You know what I'm saying? Those overdoses and stuff. Now the police get involved because there's a homicide and stuff like that. Somebody just sitting outside smoking weed, not doing nothing. What you bothering the homie for? 
I don't care what you're doing. You can be snip, whatever you're doing. If you're sitting there not bothering nobody, what the police going to go there for? Yeah, just to give you a fine for no reason. I think that's that's the use that's use of some type of. I think that's the capitalism right right there. Right, that's what. But but look, when it comes to capitalism, all that money can be spread around to way more people and give way more people, you know, jobs. It goes against capitalism, though. Capitalism, right, right. That I know. (laughs) Like that's the sucky part about it. Like. If if it could be a way for people to get rich and people not get upset about it, cool. But the problem is, like, the basis of capitalism says, like, fuck a middle class. We don't really need an average. Like, we just need right. to... I, I need to get rich, and I'm the rest needs to pay me. And that's pretty much it. So, like... It, fuck didn't pay it, me. That's really would be making a lot of the crime. Like, I don't think a lot yeah. of people is, like, really that fucked up and evil. I think it's just, like, because we live in a society and under an economic system that says like to live a decent life, you have to chase this thing and get this thing. Right. You can't be a rich without a poor. It's, it's just, if, it's just one of those things. Others have this thing more than you. You're less able to live or your quality of life dwindles like that. It always leads to that dynamic of like, Fuck you and fuck you and right. clash. Like I think if we just got rid of that type of system, and it was just like a barter system or something. Like we we our currency was just like I'll trade you for what I need, but I don't really got to worry about stunting because we both just got clothes that's functional. It ain't like we gotta have like a name or a none of that, or I ain't gotta have a certain type of car. We just all driving the same types of car. They just get us from where we gotta go. You know, like we'll never be like that as a country, but what I what I would like to see is for us to get like that as a community, you know, once again, because I think that can definitely be done in a community, especially when though it'll have to be like one of those smaller communities. I mean, you don't have to be Amish, but I mean, I'd be seeing that thing all the time anyway when you just like, look, like black owned businesses and stuff like that, you know, trying to if you're trying to be black owned for a week. Like, will you survive for real? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, nobody will. Not in most places. So it's rough. That's like our black, my Black Fridays that I have. You know, we try to go in and do little things. Right. Got a little, uh, what is it called? A little soul place up in up in Norfolk. You know, I bang with. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of different spots. So that I bang with, but just trying to. You know, live off of only black people and buy your clothes. Like I know people that make clothes, but that's here and there. All of those are usually the people that I know that usually design it. Those are usually side us. For me, I don't see me. I got a black tee on. I don't care about that no more, <laughs> for, for real. Uh-huh. But just off of off of regular things, if black people only had to survive off their self, will they survive? Sure. Right now, no, because they don't have the knowledge to even know who to go to. If you, if everybody if everything just shut off right now, is that being possible? We wouldn't even know who to go to. That We'd be like, look, I want to go to a black owned supermarket right now. I want to go to a person to fill up my car. I want to go to somebody that own a, a black person that own a gas station right now. Where you going? Exactly. It was um I did see a police report. I'm not police, but a news report about uh, a guy who a black dude. He uh made the first grocery store in Philly. Damn. Black-owned grocery store in Philly. I'm not to find that now that you brought that up. But 
Yeah, I didn't see that. But that's one. That's only one. Right. That's what I'm saying. Every time we had something like that that was building, it got destroyed. There was even a website a long time ago. The Everybody know about the Black Wall Street, but they had like a little website that was connecting all black people. But, you know, those things don't get updated because they die off. Mm-hmm. And if or anything that gains win anyway, they'll kill it off. You know, how they suppress it. Right. Or it's a method to that. That's all. It's a method to all that. But, you know, I don't want to take over your podcast and start talking about that. No, you fine. <laughs> fine. fine, bro. You know, we have to go wherever the conversation flows. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, I was going to say either that or they end up whatever format uh, it is, it blows up and then they sell it off to somebody yep. else. So, BT. Uh, I was just about to say, old Bob Johnson. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started doing something like that, collecting black businesses and, and connecting people probably when like, I don't know, maybe like a decade, not even not even 10 years ago. It was less than 10 years ago. I was doing that around here slowly. Um, but like I said, that, that process is it's hard because every time you get a, a good black spot that, you know, you're referring people to, that gets shut down. Yeah. And then with the black people, you got black hours. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? When are these people available? The black hours is crazy. So people are not available and this and that and the third. So 7.30 p.m. Right. No matter what you say, even people that will put up a website, it's always different. Well, your website uh-huh. says this. Your website says you closed at 4 p.m. It'd be 2. Nobody answered the phone. You, got, you don't really have. Right. So I used to have business meetings with a couple of my homies. You know, mm-hmm. we used to have business meetings, talk about stuff like that. I used to have I used to do a little computer fixing business before I started working at Cox. You know, I used to do my thing. And just a matter of just putting people on. I know a black person do this. I know a black person do that. And we all try to link up. And even with that, people jump in and out of things so much. Yeah. And I understand it because it's a, you know, it's a hustle. Yeah. You know, you do your thing. If it's not successful, you got to make money. So you're going to do something else. You're going to switch lanes. Hell yeah. But yeah. at the same time, when you switch in lanes, we can't get that. You know, people are not going, hey, yo, Sean Juan, I, uh, I'm not doing that no more. You know, they're not going to update me. So I'm still referring people. Yeah. You're just not gonna answer your phone. Now we got the black hours back again. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's the process. No, that's big facts though. Like a, a big issue with us is is us, right? Mm-hmm. And the way we execute, like we big on one people to support, but we don't always necessarily put the time and effort into garner that support that or that or even just. Not even the quality, because quality sometimes come over time. Like, I can't expect a restaurant that's just opening their doors for the first time to necessarily look like they're going to look in five years. But the consistency more than anything, I should say, like, just the stick to it and to like, all right, yeah, it may not be going well. But, like, if you're going to do it, stick around, because the longer you're there, the more you're going to gain the trust of the people around, and then people going to fuck with you again. Like, they're going to realize you ain't coming and going. But, like, a big problem with us is, like, we be so skeptical of the next black business because the last one won't there but three weeks. Well, I wonder what, like, it's literally like stores or strip malls that you could probably think of in every black community that you ride by. And you, it done been like 10 different things in the past year, past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they going to make now. Is it a car wash? Is it a gas station? 
Is it a fast food restaurant? Right. It was. It was a Seven Eleven. Yeah, that was a church a contractor. Like who? Who gonna who gonna take it over now? So like, we just gotta actually stick to some and just stick with it for a while, and not go nowhere. If we can get those same grants that everybody else get, maybe you know that we can. Too. You know, because at the end of the day, we're gonna have to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. We would need mm-hmm. whatever subsidies, grants, and programs that the Asians get when they first come over here from right like the, whatever that immigrant deal is we need we don't get those deals. like uh descendants of slavery we need that yeah we don't get those deals when they sign things over they give us things like giving us a street name black lives matter right yeah some stupid shit like Harry Tubman on, on, the, on the street full of stores owned by Asians and Arabs. right Anything to shut us up for the moment, you know what I mean? That's how we got Juneteenth, right? Tokens. It's so funny because this happens. This happens all the time with everybody, and it's a learned concept that goes over and over. It happens to us. It happens the same thing at your job. You ever had a job where you sitting there working hard, working hard? They know you work hard. Know you deserve it. Nah, not yet. You be qualified to get a promotion. They pick somebody else. What that oh, make yeah. you do? Did that make you quit? No. I'm saying it's gonna make you work harder. That's the same thing they're doing with us here in this country. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, "Look, I'm gonna pick this other person, but next time, next time is gonna be you." You know what I'm saying? And that's what they keep on doing us. Victim of working so hard because then you become the field nigga. You become so valuable as a worker. Exactly. The leadership position is not even worth it to them. It becomes a liability to them. Like I'm spending more money, but we getting less productivity in this position. Right. So like. Yeah, that that's yeah. a huge thing, and the sad part is, the black businesses we should be working for that would actually give us that would actually break those glass ceilings for us. They only last two weeks. Exactly. Temporary fixes. Yep. Temporary layoff. Good times. <laughs> well, um, I'm gonna change it up, and let's uh, rip um. <laughs> from from talking about how what we need to do as black people to uh, some crazy ass white people. All right, <laughs> crack attack, yeah, <laughs> yeah. crack a barrel. All right, um, so I saw this news report one time. Uh, this is random or whatever. There's a congresswoman mm-hmm. um, named Lauren Bobart. And it was a 911 call on her husband or whatever. And it looks like it started off with their um, son driving a doom bucky up and down the street at like 50 miles per hour. And like everybody was trying to tell him like to slow down and stuff like that. And then the husband, Jason Bobart, came out guns blazing and like running over people mailboxes and stuff. And they had to call 911. Hold on, running over people's mailbox in the school <laughs> bucket? Yeah. No, well, the um the the son was running up and down the street on a dune buggy, messing around with stuff, and at like 50 miles per hour or whatever. And then okay. neighbors were trying to like you know get them to calm down. Got that. And then um I guess the son, the son told uh the father, Jason Bobart, 
what happened, and he came out guns a blaze or whatever. And shooting. according, well, not shooting, but with the gun out, basically. Because his About, son was riding up and down the street causing a disturbance. Yeah. And yeah, that's some that's some male carrying shit there, boy. Yeah, they um yeah, she's a co- um a congresswoman, uh and what is it? I think it's in Colorado. I'm trying to find a place that it was at somewhere where she can be entitled. Yeah, but she is yeah, in um in Colorado, and she is pro gun, and in her um, what is it like in her commercials and everything? They show like the family all with all basically um with their guns out, even the kids, and guns and everything in the picture. Because their son you said what to? to a, and they use it to hunt their neighbors because their son wants to ride a dune buggy up the street. Yeah, basically. But they, but they, but they steadily be tripping on us for riding a four wheeler or a dirt bike. But then they got a dune buggy. Where the fuck is a dune at? And you live in fucking Colorado? Ain't no is. Is it a desert in Colorado? Mm, I'm mostly mountains. I don't think it's any dunes. Like what you riding a dune buggy on? Why the fuck do you have a dune buggy? Just Why the because hell are you going that you just pulling up on a random dune? He like, said the. Let me look. They said it's Colorado. They said the neighbors was like, "It's the Bobarts." You, if you know the Bobarts are, she said, "I need the sheriff out here." And then uh, another neighbor called in. Another neighbor called in. Basically, it said. There's about to be some shit going down. <laughs> exact words. <laughs> Is Lauren Bobart's jackass husband Jason Bobart? Oh, that this sounds like some some Hatfield and McCoy and shit right here. But so what it seems like from what just what they saying, he is an asshole in the neighborhood. He's a known asshole in the neighborhood. He always started. Mm-hmm. Right. So and they said he might have been drunk. Oh, they forgot deserts in Colorado. Oh, and they you got, they got dunes that reach high as 750 feet. So why the hell uh-huh. you up and down the street? That sounds fun as fuck. <laughs> fuck him, just go to the dune. Because he ain't allowed to leave the house on his own, probably. Yo, this Could is be. the most cracker store here, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. This, this got nigga written all over it, boy. Right. This is straight up white niggerish. Cracker barrel. Like, yep. from Napoleon Dynamite. Grandma ride dune buggy. I tell you, these damn niggas is fucking shit up for everybody, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> like, what, you need to have a neighborhood. Can't even be chilling out in your cul-de-sac with your neighbors. Because this motherfucker. They want to ride up and down the street with dune buggies and shit. Messing up people's uh, mailboxes. You got the right one, not. though. Because the daddy would have came out there with a gun, and I would have came out there with mine and shot the tires off of every vehicle they had. The air would have been walking up the street for the rest of the week. Right. Fuck with me. We would have had a shootout in the cul-de-sac that day, boy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in Massachusetts, this elderly woman Mo drives crackers. a S... <laughs> What'd you say? Mo Cracker. You said Massachusetts. <laughs> no, they race. Yep. Yeah, uh, elderly woman drives an SUV to Massachusetts Mall all the way up to the second floor. 
second floor of the mall? Yes, the second floor of the mall. Here's a picture. It's up second there, floor. So th- was it like a showroom when them SUVs is already in the mall or she drove through like the front door or the food court and was like, well, I need to, I need to get my ass to Macy's today. I don't care. I got to get the Lane Bryant quick. Right. Like, like Lane Bryant, <laughs> big draw. They don't even know how. They just know that they just notice and realize there's someone in a Lincoln SUV driving up <laughs> into the mall themselves. Like this security ain't shit. Yeah, this is the what happened to her. Nothing. They got the the police. Nothing happened to her. The police came nothing. to try to help escort her and and drive it out of the situation right. that they were right. at. She didn't get a ticket. No, they gave her ass an Annie's pretzel. Right. The dr- let her no, go they, say, they say the driver who was only identified as an elderly female um, was evacuated by the police and a mental health. Um, clinician at the scene before she was transported to a nearby hospital. Boy. So I guess they got somebody to check her mental health because I, I would too. They had a been an old black nigga named Larry. They would have shot that cops a hundred and some time. If he old, then he probably have a hat on because old black dudes that's driving always have a hat on. Whole front of Champ Sports would have been lit the fuck up. That's crazy. To the second floor, like that mean you made it past all of the first floor security. They just right. Like, oh shit! I don't mm-hmm. have enough for this. Everybody was on lunch break in the like, food court. <laughs> I would have loved like, been there for that conversation as as they. Stopped I mean, there. where you going, ma'am? Like, what did you again? when you hit the front door? If you nothing cued in and said, "Well, I think I might need to hit these brakes." I thought Macy's had a drive-through. What in your brain said that that was a speed bump? Ma'am, that's an escalator. Think about it. You stop you stopping on city, you mall security. Are you really mall security, man? I'm not getting in the way of none of that shit. No, she drives through the mall. Go right ahead. Believe mall that. security only want to break up a fight. Right. Yeah. They don't want to chase these. <laughs> shit. Think about what? it. Mall, mall security ain't even got a flashlight. They will cuss a 15 year old out if they in there without a parent, though. And they, yeah, they, they, will they, will cuss, do that. they will cuss you out if you're too loud. They, they will, will do, do that. that. But if you beating the hell out of somebody, they don't give a damn. Nope. Nah, nah. We're going to let you lane. finish that fight. <laughs> if you air it out, they're going to just go hide in the movie theater. Yes. Yeah. Out my, um, what is it? Out my uh, out salary. My, out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> That's above me. Above my pay grade. It's above yeah. me now. It's above me now. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the fuckery. Because the only thing else I got is somebody built uh, legs for a snake. Oh yeah, and they shit. actually work. Yeah, I that saw was like, hold on, hold on. What? Yeah, I saw that shit. Yeah, I, uh, I think a, a snake uh, owner, snake lover, he built legs like snake robotic legs. legs for a snake. Yeah, and it and it and actually worked. Like, it is what it looked like. So you took a snake through surgery. That's what we spend our money on now. What? Why did we need this? No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Who does this? Oh, what, what does this help do to, for the world? Make the world a scarier place and For more like the video. Game. Out here? 
did did a snake ask for this? <laughs> he didn't he look like he used to have shit. legs back in the do, day. Do snakes have a request? Pay for this? Like who's paying for this? Because I'm not paying for this. Don't be using my taxpayer money for no guy. <laughs> <laughs> Snake legs out this bitch. This nigga got wee. I'm trying to find him. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> It's just creepy enough as it is. <laughs> what you know about Bay? Yo, you know he got a um, got a new show. They got that. What is it called? Um, on eBay. Yeah, he on um, he on something on Showtime called like Flatbush. 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 Um, flat. Not not Flatbush zombies. Um, I know what you're talking. About. I just watched the second yeah. season. Yeah, I should. I be watching that. That shit. I just caught Five the whole set this evening. I binge that shit. That shit good as a bitch, man. Yeah, it is. That joke funny. He the uncle, um, uh, he the uncle going in and out of jail and shit. The the substitute teacher on drugs and shit. Right. <laughs> oh, yep. That joke crazy. I be banging with it though. Right of the crackers. Yo, my favorite character is the stepfather. <laughs> Yo, that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he crazy. <laughs> they own a bike shop. <laughs> That thing crazy, some bitch. That's look like cat dog. <laughs> yeah, that, that that we don't need that shit. Nah. What, what snake was out here? Like, damn man, you know my life's so hard these days. You know, ever since I couldn't move, be nice. So they basically just made a lizard. Basically, yeah, yeah, a large cool. ass lizard at that. Like, I've been hunting for like two damn months out this bitch and giving them right. about to weaponize snakes. Like, I really don't understand what the fuck. Like, I feel like trying something. to be super villain, yo. Make shit like, like you got too much, you got that much time on your hand. Cure cancer. Is that motherfucking <laughs> in Florida? Like, what the fuck is he in Florida? That is a good question, face. You know what? I'm gonna look that up right now. Let's see. Florida, Minnesota. Somewhere in the Middle East. That's my guess. Bomb down and depleted in Afghanistan. Or Texas. Texas known for some fuck. They like doing weird shit with animals and shit. They like animals. Guns. See them doing some shit like this. But I'm really pissed uh, that's even a thing. Uh uh. Uh no, I don't say where he's from. I don't know how I feel about it. So I'm going to just let you in the fuckery there. I don't know how I feel about it at all. I I think after a while, we're going to have to dress up like plumbers and start fighting reptiles that... Yo, I, <laughs> they've been trying to bring everything back, though. They got this um this new leopard or whatever. Some some animal that got extinct that looked some kind of thing in the cat family. Oh, the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. Yeah. The Tasmanian tiger. They brought back a Tasmanian tiger. For what reason? I don't know. It don't even no. look like a tiger. It looked like a dog to me. Now that you yeah. told me on, because my son loved Tasmanian tiger. He be watching Wildcrats and shit. Love, uh, he loved that shit. Fuck that. Oh, that's oh, that's so and they're thinking about changing... They're they thinking about changing the name of New Zealand, which where that's where Tasmanian tiger. Back to like the indigenous name of New Zealand. Yeah, you know, the, you know, people, you know, that name places back in the day, they were real yeah, simple. You know, like, like Greenland, New York, 
New Amsterdam. Eh, not that much thought behind it, you know. New Zealand. Where's the first Zealand? That's what I've been trying. Just plain Zealand, right? Like I know mm-hmm. where New York is, and I know where <clears throat> New Jersey. Like I know what he. Where the fuck is Zealand? Uh um, you know what? what? The fuck? Who the hell live in Zealand? I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> we probably don't want to know. We probably don't want to know because if if history has shown me right, anytime you find something that was lost before, it's always some shit that goes with it. That shit ain't lost. I bet you all the white land had pointed mustaches and metal helmets with feathers on the top. All that like Dick Dastardly or <laughs> like uh like handlebar mustache mixed with Hernando Cortez. But like Wario, like all... <laughs> that'll work. That'll you already work. got snakes with legs, so. But uh, yeah, that that is the fuckery. We uh, we got snakes with legs. We, this is another uh, episode in the robot apocalypse. You know, they already trying to get robots to mate with each other. Now we got snakes with robot legs. You never know what happens next. Yeah. So yeah, that's the end of the fuckery. <laughs> I don't know how. I feel. That shit, episode nine. But uh, something else that I don't know how I feel about, just to kind of add to the fuckery of the evening. Um, so I watched the Pivot podcast, and there's a dude, Channing Crowder, on there. And he always say some wild shit. I'm yes, like, indeed. Like, like, he kind of like the resident freak of the damn show. He always say some old crazy shit about sex or something. Like skin dude with the um dreads. Yeah. yeah. He's our talking about. Yeah, so the other day... You said... On the podcast, the clip dry. He he was basically asking this dude. He was basically interviewing this dude, and he was like, he called the man beautiful. <laughs> now, you know, people on the internet got no role, but I, I didn't know what to do in them. All right, so I guess my question is, I, ha- I had some thoughts, and I just kind of wanted to bring them to the chat and just get other men's perspective on this because I don't <laughs> really know where to go with this, and uh. So, like, you know, we play the pause and, and the whistle and, and the no homo thing and the little, you know, the, the little games because the shit be funny when the shit happen. But, like, is that gay to call another man beautiful? I wouldn't call it gay. I'd say you on, he on a different wave of his compliment Thank game. You. Me personally... Yeah. I was always taught and been around men who said we don't judge men. We don't look at men and judge men. So that's just my natural mentality. You feel me? I don't look at another man and be like, he ugly, he beautiful, nothing like that. I don't even know how to judge a man. You feel me? Because you're all ugly. You feel me? I'm conditioned to judge <laughs> and, and, and dictate what is, what is beauty when it looked at a woman and not a man. So I don't even know how that would look like. Even when I look to myself, like I'm, I'm, uh, I know I'm handsome because my wife lets me know I'm handsome. You feel me? Like, I don't look at another man to be like, I judge myself towards another man. Like, he looks like this. I should, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't even know how to condition my mind to, to, to even wrap around that. So for Shannon, Shannon to go off and be like, this man is beautiful. I won't say that's gay because I don't know that man. You feel me? Like, so I don't know what your tendencies are, your sexuality or whatever. From what I hear, you're married to a woman. Cool. Y'all do some weird shit. Y'all go to sexual beaches, new beaches, because y'all like around being around naked people. Okay, cool. That's cool too. Whatever. Just weird. 
But on his conversation, he just may be on another wave of his mental masculinity that he feels comfortable telling another man he looks beautiful to each his own. But like I said, me, how I was raised, how I can get how I was conditioned and my mental capacity, I can't even logically compute that in my mind to even voice that to another man because I don't know how to judge men on on that on that face. You remember like like I say, I judge myself based on what a female has told me. So I know I look good because <laughs> my wife has told me, female in the past have told me. So I mean, cool. But he kept on saying it though. He didn't just say it one time. He he made it a point to make sure that the dude know. And then oh boy clearly felt uncomfortable. And you see that. So as a podcast host, I mean, we can take it from a, a lot of different perspectives. I was like, that's some that's crazy. I haven't seen anything wild like that since Charlemagne back in the day. Old Charlemagne. He went on some old Charlemagne to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like he he stressed the point. I was like, hey, Are you about to get this nigga an ass? Like for real, like fam, you about to what? sniff his seat? Oh, <laughs> that's, like, that's old Charlemagne. You just go around sniffing people's seats. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it was different. <laughs> um, I guess why why do y'all think that like men are conditioned to not like all right? So like you know how women are are like socialized from kids that it's okay to like tell another girl that they pretty or some shit like that. Right. What do y'all think is like that that men don't have that as a part of their socialization? Like, do you think it's like genetics? Like, it's something in that that Y chromosome that like blocks that piece of us, or do you think it's like a societal oh. thing? It's society. I don't think we. I don't think we naturally care anyway. It might be society, but because we're way we're built in society, we don't we won't we don't naturally think about that to care enough that's that's <laughs> you you don't there's people that do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i think it's society i think a little bit have to do with how comfortable you are with yourself as well mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying how you was raised is going to have a lot to do with that you know what i mean i take it on like somebody said before like i call i call all dudes ugly you know what i mean <laughs> just mm -hmm. <laughs> like we just say that you know what i'm saying people call me ugly you know what i mean but that's that's the thing and as far as the compliment and going overboard, that's crazy. I don't feel like it's a stigma on ugly. Exactly. But like mm -hmm. it's something about like deeming another man attractive that is weird, but I don't know like why where it comes from. Yeah, like because I don't feel like yeah, like it's I a way say stuff like. Like with men, I think it's like it's a common like unspoken word to say like all right, there's ways to compliment. Like I, I, like we normally compliment. All right, if a guy got an outfit that looks cool or whatever, um, shoot, that's the compliment. That's the compliment. Like yo, you look fly today. You know, I, I give it up. I like them shoes. You know, this, Boom. that, and the third. Those are the things that we we look for, or whatever. But as far as like people and facial features and things like that saying beautiful like I, I i think i need to go in and actually see how he said it or whatever because i've oh, seen other because i've seen other men say that like i've seen joe budden say that or whatever in a complimentary way but it's, it seemed like the way he said it is like a mental health thing like you look good man you look everything looks clear you don't look like you 
you know, no, things like that. Like you look good. He said you look beautiful. Like you're a beautiful man. Right. Mm-hmm. You ever get that before? Because you're beautiful. No. Nah, so <laughs> like, I'm a type of dude, you know, you got a nice outfit type of thing. You got a fresh yeah. cut. Like, yo, all right. I see your line. Like, you know, you're, you're lying. You about to kill him. You fresh. Yeah, you fresh. Like, that's that's the that's the kind of compliments we throw around. That's the most you get from me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're kind of fresh. You got a nice outfit. Like, that's that's most you get from me. The, the deepest compliment I, I can give another brother is, yeah, he get, he, you know, he, he be getting girl. Women like him. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. But that's I, the ultimate kind. Look, because every, everybody has answered that question. If you ever set anybody up with a girl, how he look? Exactly. He cool? He cool? Yeah, he get He get he cool. He get <laughs> Girls say he look alright. Yeah, I mean, shit, bitches yeah. don't. Bitches say he look good. Like, but I was telling my wife like that I should be like, the highest of compliments from man. I don't think I've ever thought about how another dude look, even when asked that question. I feel like I've always, because I feel like I've always understood that like women might like a dude, but it might not have nothing to do with looks. It might have something to do with like, oh, he got a certain status or he got a certain. Right. Yeah, financial thing going, or he might got a certain swag that she like, or he might dress cool, or you know what I'm saying he might got the hairstyle that's in for this month, or whatever the case may be. But like, it's so many different reasons that women be liking dudes. Like, I ain't never really thought about like how they look is being that deep, and then women and you shouldn't have to. what they like because I done seen some dudes that I'd be like, he look like one of the garbage pail kids, <laughs> but. Women be like, oh, right. He beautiful. So, you know, what I mean, I don't know shit. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what a, what beauty, like, I think face it the best. I don't really know what beauty for a man exactly is. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know your standards. To, to, to clarify, I know right. what ugly in anything is, like, whether it's a child mm-hmm. painting, oh, all yes. the way up to, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. It could be something in nature that's just ugly. Like, shit. Ugly is the fact. It's just ugly. It's just very. Nah, I'm qualified to point those things out. Yeah. It, it, it supersedes <laughs> any type of. Uh, genre or or gender or whatever. It's just ugly. Just be ugly. But all like, beautiful is outside of women and art. And even art, I feel like that shit is kind of just up to me. And women exactly. that way too, because I be I be seeing some girls that I be like, oh yeah, she's nice looking. And then other people be like, no, that ain't it, player. And vice versa. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know no more, man. I that, think that, it. I think it comes down to into a conundrum, though, to just watch him so comfortably, just call that man beautiful, and I, I know him to be straight from what I know. So it was just like my brain had some cognitive dissonance. Like I wasn't really sure what I was. Like what? It, it came out aggressive too. Like oh, he, he made sure that you know what I'm saying he, he stated his uh his point. Like yeah. I need you to know this. I need you to know this. I, let me say it like, again. Are you hollering or like what? Right. I won't show. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, like you hear, you hear, Pat, you watch it. Yeah, I seen it. It was like you know, like yo, back off, like, like all right, you said it. Let's move on. What's what's next? Yeah, like if I was in that position, like yo, you said it. All right, let's move on. Anyway, like Fred, come on, man, go ahead. This this yeah, jump in and be like, hey, man, let's let's this thing just perfect. A lot of sexual harassment. (laughs) Yeah. So how y'all feel about Deshaun Watson? Like this nigga asked Shaq if he could 69. <laughs> Yo, he got 11 games. 
Now, see, I didn't think that that was as weird as, as like unusual for me. Like, I thought that was just some freaky shit. Like, all right, you just really into like understanding other people's sexual kinks and shit. <laughs> but I ain't really take that as being like like gay per se or like coming from that type of a. It didn't hit that type of a chord in my spirit. Like, hey, what am I watching here? It was just mm-hmm. more like, oh, there go Channing again saying some wild shit. All right, cool. <laughs> but when he would kept calling that man beautiful, it, right? Like the mood yeah. shifted. He kept saying pretty, no, but, yeah, but I, I think because he kept like, saying it, that's what made it because that I was uncomfortable, or whether it was like just an uncomfortable thing for all men. Like that, it was just like that's a no, no, or no. Am I true? I was like, I, I heard you the first time, nigga. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't that's, think that's I'm what's at that point in my masculinity where I'm gonna call another nigga beautiful. Yeah, I don't think I'm that progressive. Now I will say this: there, <clears> there's <throat> an exception because I tell my son he's beautiful all the time. Like, I think my son. No, that's your son. Looking son, he, he's a, he's a pretty amazing dude. I don't really know what beauty is for a man, but for a I kid, mean, I think that's because we yeah we don't think about stuff like that. That's that's not even in the thought process to even really? think about stuff like that. I never looked at dude just and just wondered, <laughs> you know, about stuff <laughs> that that never crossed my mind to even think about that. <laughs> just look yeah, at you. Just right. like, that nigga cute. Oh no, let me see. Yeah, but usually the thoughts of person is um, <laughs> that nigga cute. Is, is done after the person leaves. That's that's about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my my biggest assessment of a dude is usually. Is he a threat? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, do he like the same sports or shit that I like? No. All right. Moving on. Right. You either a friend or a foe. Mm-hmm. Or I'm moving on. Right. Mm-hmm. All my criteria. Oh, shit. I think that's just a man that got too much time on his hands. If he's thinking that much, he just got way too much time. On his hands. I think Chandler need to go play in the fan control football league or something. He needs something to occupy his time. Like I think he might, he might have too much time on his hands. Like podcasting might not be giving him enough to do. Maybe he need to work better than the podcast, or maybe they need to give him some more shit to do. Maybe he need to be in charge of marketing or something. But he needs something else to do because he's trying to be a star. So he 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 I do a little. I, I say I like controversial crazy, stuff, crazy sex talk. So I, 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 I usually support them, but yeah, we can talk about some weird shit on here before something. Yeah, but we ain't never called no niggas beautiful. Hell no, nah, I won't either. I'm not going. Nah, 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 ain't working. Not nice, not beautiful, not attractive, not cute, not none of that, none not, of that. Not he, I, none of that. Like it just. Well, oh, that's even worse. It just don't come that, up. That's, like he I sound worse than you. <laughs> like, like you know, <laughs> like, that's, that's that's like yeah, that sounds even worse. Don't do nah. <laughs> to South Carolina with you. Change the hats. The fire range. <laughs> yeah. But th- that's literally all I really had. Uh I just really I had to see if somebody else had saw that shit and, and see maybe if I was tripping or like maybe if it if it struck a different chord other people or maybe if it was like this that's just the new normal for 2022 and I'm behind in the time. I mean, I'm becoming a new normal. I'm in my masculinity now. Like I ain't really sure if it's like if I'm toxic or not. 
and I'm trying to not be toxic while still like it's just holding my manhood. And I don't be knowing where I'm at sometime. I be like, is society done pass me by? Am I the old, am I old Uncle Ruckus ass nigga now? No, I don't. Hmm. Am I the nigga telling nigga get I off his grass? I'm gonna stand where I stand on that. I, I refuse to progress <laughs> on some of my standards, goddammit, and some of my thought processes. Fuck it. Shit. Some shit don't need to change. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to call I don't give a fuck how popular it get. I ain't calling no motherfucker beautiful. I don't want to do that. Shit. I don't want to do it's that. It's unnecessary. I can't do that. that. I can't bring that it's unnecessary. Right. That is not the way to the the how say big up your net your fellow man. As no, a man. Bro. It's not. Yeah. I don't I feel like I'm in touch with my like like my big my, up my achievements. I don't care what you think what I look like. And yeah. All those cool buzzwords, but like I, I tell you, like, I ask you this. I pose this question. Did anybody think it was cool to start kissing men when Mike Tyson was kissing niggas after he was beating them up in the ring? Nope. No, that always... So it ain't gonna be cool to call a nigga beautiful. But I also Ooh. always... Like, with that nigga from... Uh, you know how we preach from Albert and preach? He just... Mental health. With, with Mike Tyson, I just always knew it was a screw loose. So I ain't never judge him according to, like, yeah. like normal society's rules. Like, Still. like, he was just an uncaged beast that was like... It's like a lion. Like you ever seen a lion kind of play with their food before they eat it? Like eh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna bite your head off in a minute, but right now you're you're entertaining. So let me pose this question, Mike. How how would you feel if somebody, if you were in that position and he were calling you beautiful? How would you handle that on the podcast? Caught you off guard. And, All right, and, nigga, I get your point. Calm down, bro. That's, that's pretty well, much I'm what I'm going to give him the first one. And I'm going to be like, you know, all right, thank you, bro. That's cool. And in my mind, I've already shifted. Okay, so he, he probably gay. So <laughs> out there. understood. Yeah. Cool. Respect, tolerance, you know. Everybody got their they thing. Cool. But on the second or third approach at it, It's gonna probably yep. it's gonna probably go left real fast. Like we probably gonna fight. Right. Cause I'm gonna say or do something at that point that's gonna cause him to have to defend himself in some type of way. Cause at that point now you've made me like I, I've given you the courtesy, like, hey, cool. Now I'm probably on that second one gonna be like, hey player, um, I don't really like that. I ain't that ain't my thing, but you know, you're looking at me a little too much. I'll just shift my energy back to Ryan and Fred and be like, hey, your boy. You good? That's not my vibe, my boy. And then on the third one, now you done heard me and I done told you I don't like that shit and you done continue to do it. So now you just disrespecting my 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 boundary. Mm -hmm. Now I'm I'm liable to react however I feel like it because you've disrespected my boundaries. I've given you a chance to respect them. I've given you like the no trespassing sign and you still stepped on the property. So Yeah, hey, Faith don't have that much tolerance. Hey, you Boundary. biologically a man, so at that point, wherever it go, we're gonna go. And it ain't got to do with respect. Two boundaries. Yeah. Right. And he said it one time, and I looked at everybody like, what the fuck wrong with your boy, man? Yeah. It wouldn't have been no thank you. Nigga, I'm not beautiful. What the fuck is up with your boy, man? Second and third time. All right, we got a problem. It's an issue. You're making me not trust people with this, the name standing. This whole podcast, I'm about to tell all y'all shit because y'all trying to set me up for some bullshit. What the fuck going on? 
I just got a different mentality. I'm gonna go on one of them face. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a problem in that bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be mature and professional as possible. But nigga, you done hit a different type of button, and I'm a, my mind gonna take me somewhere else. What y'all trying to fucking do? Oh, I don't, I don't fuck with this shit. What's up with your boy? Yeah, I don't, I don't y'all know, know he's gonna pull this compliments over and over again from mm-hmm. women, though. Like, I'm a happily married man. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool if you think I'm gonna try. Like, I don't think it's wrong, nothing wrong with somebody compliment somebody, but like, when you just keep on saying it and you getting more and more like passionate with that shit, whatever time, like, yeah, uh, where's yeah. we going here? What's what you are? It's just, it's just me with the word beautiful. I oh, that for, for a man to tell me I'm beautiful, that. No, nigga, I'm not. No, nigga, no, I'm no, no, I'm not. Prison, but I have been. I can't even say thank you to about like that. That just it sends me like prison rapey vibes. Like what you, what you own? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Like if you tell me my shoes look dope too many damn times, it take me to like what? what, So what you saying? You trying to take my shoes? We own, nigga. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. My brain wired different. Like. No, you didn't really into like right. I mean compliments and moderation. Yeah. yeah, Right. Like cool that you like some, but when you keep on saying it, like I start thinking, like, well, why are you that passionate about my shit? Right. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start being if they start doing this with compliments with, with men now, I'm gonna start acting like people with their pronouns with when it comes to compliments like nope you don't you don't i don't like you don't like those type of pronouns i don't like those type of compliments David kept complimenting bathsheba in the bible nigga he damn sure sent her husband to the front line to get killed so he can get some coot loot so that tell you man too many compliments don't lead to nothing good man something something mm-hmm. to happen that ain't right right and i need to exit stage left or i'm gonna turn this bitch up one or two depending on the, the gender and the severity of the the indiscretion that is. Why do we live in an equal opportunity society? God damn it, everybody can get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fans shit. You put me, you make me feel some type of way, I'm going to give it to your ass. And if you're a lady, I'm just going to call my lady and let her handle it. But furniture going to get moved probably after about the second or third one because, yeah, we call some boundaries. Champ. You got to get your funk sway right. You know, sometimes you got to move some furniture. And at the end of the day, this is NFL nigga, so this ain't no little nigga saying this shit, so yeah, that, 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 that automatic. And uh, yeah, I ain't about to wait to see what you about to do. I'm gonna go ahead and just get it set, started. Like even sometimes, like when they compliment too much, I almost feel like, all right, are you secretly hating on low or something? You know what I'm saying? Really like is. some ain't right, nigga. You trying to be sarcastic for lack of words? Don't know right. you all that. Like I get right. some passive aggressive stuff. I, I get my wife compliments, but I don't be like. That that passionate unless I am trying to kick it off with her. If I'm giving her that many damn compliments. Hey, I'm trying to let you know what's up. Right. At no point in your mind did you ever ask, is like, this nigga trying to fuck me? What the fuck? No. Bro. That thought should never come in your mind. Fuck, fight, or rob, but it don't feel right after a certain point with anybody other than my wife telling me that many times that I look good. Like with, that's, with that's why I had to switch my hat from oh. that fuck hat to this gun hat. Set up. My own camera. What's going on? If I'm out and it's somebody other than my wife that tries to compliment me, I think something up automatically. The fuck wrong? <laughs> Hold on. What, what the setup? What's the setup going on? You are aged. Yeah. Who sent? Mm-mm. Who sent you? Who would you talking to me for? Mm-mm. Nope. 
Nope. I don't even have a friendly face like that. Nope. I don't <laughs> mind outside. God damn it. So what you talking to me for? I, mm-mm, mm-mm. I try not to have a friendly face. They still be trying to come if up. You ain't my wife. Me I right ain't right. fucking talking to you if I don't know you outside. Man, I don't go fuck with who like, you are. You look like you would give everybody a dollar. You just have that face like, come, 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 come give me your woes. <laughs> Here's a shoulder cry right here, buddy. I got you. And I'm the complete opposite inside. It's uh, oh, I don't work, I don't know. I'll I'll be respectful and cordial and, and whatnot, but inside I'm like, jeez, I, I hope I'm, they finally get get over whatever they going through right now. Not me. My wife tell me on a daily, I'm rude as a bitch when we go outside. Damn you rude, yep. Fuck them. I don't know them. I know you. I love you. Shit, I love you. I married you. I ain't got. I ain't gotta be nice to nobody else but you. I am going to yeah. off the strength of my wife strictly because if it was up to me, champ, I I'm going straight to hell. I don't like no. The way he said, "Fuck him." I be hateful as shit. <laughs> my wife don't let me order. If we gotta go somewhere, we gotta go to the drive through. I'm not allowed to order. Mm. Mm-hmm. Your ass about to not be able to eat nowhere in your whole right. You know, now that I think about it, I think about to get nothing but dick burgers from now on. Nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what she ordered. Great special sauce. I drive and she ordered from the passenger side. Like, okay, <laughs> that nigga again. Go ahead and get the stuff ready. You, you, you know how he about that. <laughs> no, not I. I let her do all the order. I drive everywhere. She ordered from the passenger side. Then you gonna be about I slide back. There you go. <laughs> I ain't gonna speak. Have our food all fucked up. Nigga, pull up to the drive through like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Hell no. Every time, nigga. Hell no. That's hilarious. Shit. Well, I legit don't have nothing else now. <laughs> That's literally all I had, y'all. <laughs> uh. Does anybody have a black business they want to promote this evening? I heard you say, as Dodd, that you had several uh, that you've been connected with. You got any that's, that are currently still owned and operated by somebody black? Um, that can you yeah, I do. Mosey? I do, but nothing comes to mind. Mean, I'm looking right now. I got my wall right here. See if I got a card. because I'll be taking people business cards, too. Because we've been on a drought lately. Now I don't have I don't have the cards in here. I probably got them in the room. Um, but I know you know I, I I have a decent amount of people that do all kinds of different stuff as far as you know taxes, preparers, and stuff if like that. Need, if they need promo or if they got like contact info, they want to get out there to the people. Shoot that shit to us because we literally do this at the end of every podcast. We always like to promote black business if we somebody got one. So word word, yeah, we we definitely love to make sure that other people know who and where to get services from 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 us by us um, but, but yeah and uh there's always a, a wonderful black business that's uh been around for a year and some change they're amazing people um mm. i personally vouch for them and uh yeah man it's the partners go ahead and make sure y'all support on all platforms like comment share subscribe that is the easiest and free way that you can do so um, I like them. Definitely like and subscribe <clears throat> on YouTube. Get us out of the algorithm. We on our chase to a thousand subs. Uh, looking to get monetized, so please go ahead and help your boys out. 
if you got somebody that you think this will resonate with, make sure you share the podcast as well. And uh, as always, if you want to support financially, you can hit us up on the cash app, dollar sign partner tiers one, or you can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners where you can always sign up for a membership where you can get exclusive perks, backstage episodes, all of that good shit um, from there for $4.99 or less. Or you can go to buymeacoffee.com and you can also just donate for as little as a dollar. You can also sign up to be a monthly supporter at Spotify.com. Uh, yeah. So uh, do all of those things. And if you want some back for your money, if you want to give us money, but you want us to give you some back, Face, how can they do that shit? Well, you can go to rtreclothing.com. That's rtreclothing.com. Once again, it's rtreclothing.com. And I'll spell it for you. It's A-R-T-R-E clothing.com. And no, I will not spell clothing for you. Sorry, nope. I just would not do it. But what I will do is give you a promo code that save you some money. Partners 22. Partners all cap. The number's 22. Save you some money on your orders, man. So I need to do. Go to the website, pick your clothes out, pick your merchandise out. It's the only place to get official partners merchandise. It's the only place to get AC83 merchandise. Check us out, man. It's worth your time. Go get you some partner slides and an AC83 hoodie or some shit, man. Make sure y'all support. Make sure y'all support. And if y'all want to get in touch with us, y'all want to talk to us outside of the podcast, or you want to send us clips, things to react to for a live show, Pat, how can they get in touch with us, man? At sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's at sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's the Instagram. That's the TikTok. That is the Twitter. That's the Twitch. And if you're on Facebook, Tiz Face Pat are the pot. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Thank y'all as always for supporting us, man. This has been another one. We on episode 90. We on the race to two years into 100 episodes, man. Keep rocking with your boys. And as always, I've been one third of the partners. Your boy Tiz. I'm along with. It's the other third of the partners, the Padawan here. Oh, yeah, subscribe. We need subscribers. We try to get to the 1K. We try to get monetized. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And I'm along with Dramatic Paul. Yeah, it's me, Face. I finished the race. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and, man, and thank a special shout out to our special guest, S. Dawan, one of our oldest friends. Uh, and, uh, one day we're going to have to get them back on here and, and share old ODU stories for y'all, uh, get y'all some behind the scenes right. of the uh, <laughs> uh, and all of our premarital uh, wilder days. Dum-dum-dum. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Back with S, S1, S dot had hair. <laughs> yeah, did long cornrows, everything, man. Indeed. Indeed. Yo. Yeah, man. Uh thanks for kicking it with us. Uh thanks for joining us, man. Uh you're only like our what third, third guess, fourth guess, maybe. No, yeah. Ever. So uh salute to you. Appreciate you for pulling up cool. on this channel. Cool. You're always cool. back in the pod squad anytime. Right. Anytime. Uh appreciate you for just lending your dope perspectives, man. Anything you want to say to the people before we get up out of here? Man, nothing. Appreciate you having me. It's always good, man. Always a good talk. You know what I'm saying? Let it catch up. Indeed. And I'm right. And I look forward to kicking your ass whenever we match up this year in this fantasy. Oh, you definitely team. losing, but that's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> coming. As long as you don't have no money, people, you definitely losing. Oh, no, sir. We, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, I'm ready. As long as you don't fuck up my draft, as long as my, as long as I get this a pick ahead of you, I think I'm going to be all right. Yo, I'm so petty. I used to go in 
<laughs> if I know somebody needs somebody on Monday, I used to pick the play, pick the play up. <laughs> right. Oh, yo, yo and, and I realized that too. Yo, you see, I, I, I did that quite I, a few I times. I hated the waiver wire last year. I yo. had like the worst fucking order. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm petty. I'm seeing that. I'm like, nah. You're not going to mess up my pickup. My <laughs> <laughs> goal this year, though, is to make minimal waiver wire uh, moves and still make that do some damage in the playoffs. But uh, Pod Squad, I'm going to take y'all on that journey because uh, right before the draft, I will let y'all uh, kind of get a glimpse into what I'm doing and what I'm thinking to help you uh, let y'all give me some advice on, on my draft board. So, uh, yeah, y'all y'all will see this journey this year through this fantasy football league, man. As, uh, the Pod Squad team, we're going to try to take it, man. It's been a minute since the trophy been at the crib, so uh, it's about time she come on back home. It's about that time. But yeah, uh, we about to get up out of here, man. And uh, we about to say, motherfucker. There's the voice. There's the random close up. Have a great week, motherfucker. And don't call me beautiful. <laughs>